Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros MLB. This is Leading Off Live brought to you by Prize Picks. Head over to prizepicks.com or just download the app right now and use that promo code Leading Off when you do to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia. That, of course, is the Welsh. And we're recapping everything that went on from the weekend of Major League Baseball and fantasy. A little wagering talk later in the show, a little DFS, a little this, a little that. There was a whole lot of rain all weekend. So Joey P didn't leave his house, which was nice after the NFL draft took a lot out of me. So that was good. I stayed in my pajamas most of the weekend, not all of it, just most of it. And Welsh, you had a little uh, little detailing done on the old automobile I heard this weekend, eh? <laughs> yeah, had a big, uh, big old adult weekend, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, Home Depot. I don't know if we'll have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a... Uh, mm-hmm. Car detailing, Joe. That's exactly. I watched baseball, got a car detailing, and uh, dealt with more animal stuff. We had a new animal. We're oh, fostering no, more no animals. More animals now. died. I hope this weekend. Right? No, no, oh, no. An God. animal. No, another animal was brought into my house. It is literally a zoo into my house. Speaking of animals, happy birthday to cousin Donnie yesterday. Hey, happy birthday, hmm. Donnie. He turned. I don't know how many years young, but. Uh, but young enough, young at heart, that's all that matters, Cousin Donnie. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Uh, obviously, a lot of baseball to get to, so let's get after it. And let's start here with Jacob deGrom. You know, I feel yeah. like I er, I deserve this. I uh, deserve this. I just because, like, You want to know what I was no, no. not looking forward to all weekend? Mm-hmm. Was this, this moment this right here. Because yeah. I knew exactly what was mm-hmm. going to happen. So just do it. All right. Well, here's why I deserve this one. All year, I've been such a stickler and a pain in the ass about the eight and a half strikeout rule going under every time. This was the one time all year I went over the eight and a half strikeout rule. The one time was Jacob deGrom and granted he was certainly looking like that was going to get obliterated that eight and a half. There's no doubt about that in my mind, Uh, but he lands once again on the, you want to hear the worst. You want to hear the worst. We we didn't worst. No, no, we didn't announce. No. We didn't say this, but I think I mentioned this on the show uh, earlier la- or later last week that um, Frank Stamfel from CBS mm-hmm. and I, uh, we we like to chat about betting and stuff like that. And we've been I brought up the ladder betting, and we have been talking for weeks about you know when are we going to get into a ladder bet? You know, you just take the the stacking yeah, uh-huh. of the strikeouts. We talked about this and- last week. If you missed it, go back and listen, everybody. Well, explain ladder bets. We'll do a BP show about it too. We're yeah. gonna do like a fun MLB BP show in the next week or so. Go ahead. Well, we've done a great job of like talking ourselves into a guy and then being like, nah, there's too much risk, blah, blah, blah. We, we and we hit it every time we've gone against. Well, Frank texts me and goes, Look at this lineup. Look at this Yankees lineup to Grom is oh, against. I'm like, it's a big number, but it'll never be lower. And Frank and I both ladder bet that one. So mm. it was not, was not, we, it took right. a lot of a so recouping. You win. You are more depressed than I was. Okay. I didn't think yeah, that was a lot possible. of recouping to get past that moment. So now if you're keeping score at home, you have the spring training side injury. You have the yeah. two week into the season wrist injury. And now the elbow injury, which is going to put him on the IL. He went on the IL already this weekend. Um, they're still calling it precautionary. <laughs> precautionary oh it's gonna be a couple weeks you know it is what it is i mean i just want if you look i get it you went into the business maybe you got a discount on him in a draft the minute they say he's clear to return take what you can get and run Uh, just run i don't care what it i don't care if it's something you don't care what it is if you gave me sunny gray rest of the season for jacob de i would take that and i would run away with it i know that makes you depressed i'll take it I'm going to run away with it. Cause at least there's a guy who's going to go out there every fifth day and take the ball. 
because you can't keep going out there making three inning starts. You can't do it. And then it's like three innings and I'll see you in three weeks or it's six innings. And then I'll see you in six months. Like that's how I feel about Jacob DeGrom. See, I don't agree with that. I actually, I like Wonky's uh, comment in the chat is definitely right. There definitely wasn't enough of a discount. I will like in some drafts. I guarantee you there were, I'm sure in some, there was enough people in some drafts where they went, Oh, you know what? I don't like this. It's collective, you know, people in those leagues where they said, I don't want to go to Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, and maybe the they did fall two rounds. The leagues had know? the ADPs too high and stuff. There wasn't enough of a discount. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to kind of just repeat what I've been saying. Like, this is what you paid for. This is what you got. He was going to miss a bunch. We projected him to miss like 40 to 50 innings already this year, which was, I don't know how many starts that equates to. It's plenty of starts. So we knew that was going to happen. This one was a little bit more serious. I got like a... Got like a little inside source in the Rangers. And before the official announcement came out, the word out was like, he's definitely hitting the IL and they're <laughs> unsure about going yeah. under the knife. And that is like a really, really concerning statement right there. But I disagree with the whole like, get whatever you can get. No, you have to, I think you have to build the strategy back up. Now, to your point, you could be fearful he's going to come back and immediately just break again. He's just going to fall apart again. But what would, what in the last two, and a half years tells us that's not the case. I don't know, but you're, you're missing what I'm saying. You're, I am. By what you might be saying is he's going to come back and immediately get hurt. <clears throat> and if that's the case, okay, I guess you could take the sunny gray. What I'm saying is you get him back. First start, everyone holds their breath. Second start, everyone's like, okay, he's good again. And then you build back up the value and then you can move on from it. Like he's having what about, Every four starts, it seems like there's something going on. So when he comes back right after that third start, then you can get out if you can't handle this. I have a I have a metaphor for this situation. And as I was listening to you, I came up with it. Okay. So uh yeah, I see your your sign back there. We'll talk <laughs> Just the about chat, the chat's there. noticing the sign now. <laughs> the so, chat, the chat's noticing a lot of things and has a lot of good questions. And I want to get to them and I want to stop talking about this as soon as we can. But you have kids. I have kids. You know, whenever you are, you know, you have the little babies when they're little, you know, you, you, you give them a little bath. They're so cute. Right. But there's always that, that period where you're drying them off and you're holding the little baby. And at any given time, something could happen. I remember one of my, you know, my oldest daughter, you know, I remember I was giving her a bath, wrapped her in a little Elmo towel. She was so cute. She smelled so good. Right. You take the baby out and the baby poops in the towel. I was about to say, so you drop your kid. Okay. Okay. No, so no, 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 I'm going somewhere with this. And, and that's what Jacob deGrom is like right now. It's like holding a kid right now at any given time before you get them to the table to put the diaper back on them and secure what's going on so you don't know what happens, you're secure in it. At any given time, it's going to turn to poop. And that is the thing. Okay. There's a window between the bathroom and getting them to the changing table. That is the window you have here with Jacob deGrom. And it's terrifying because it can happen at any moment. And there's mm. also this weird comfort level, like everyone's super relaxed. Everyone just had a bath. Everyone's in a good mood. And then boom, there it is. It's a disaster. And then you know what happens? You're right back in the bath again. And you got to clean them a second time. And you got to clean up all the mess. These Are, are these you are advo the Are you advocating to get rid of your child? No, I'm advocating that Jacob deGrom is that danger. He's that danger between taking the child in the swaddling towel to the changing table and you know there's that that danger in between. At any minute, it's going to happen, and sometimes it does. And that is the metaphor right now. I want to get to other things, not call Jacob Degrom, because that is an absolute crap show. So what you're saying is, is please metaphor. change his diaper. 
Please change Jacob DeGrom's diaper. <laughs> it, it might. Look, we're all headed for diapers someday again soon. Uh, yeah, here's a great one. Tough training. Talk with Teachers podcast. That sounds like a tough kind of podcast. I'm going to sit you down in period four and have a discussion with you, young man. Uh, Bybee or Allen, who would you rather have rest of the season? Man, Allen was really good. Another eight strikeout performance. But uh, I'm I'm Tanner Bybee. You're a Bybee. I'm a Bybee guy, too. I want them know, both. Did, Can I have them both? Because I think they, they're better than the other crap they have in the rotation. 100%. They brought up. Allen first, and there's a potential, I suppose, he could stick. But I think Bybee looks so poised um, that that's the guy. But I think both of them. I actually think both of those guys. But I would uh, edge out with um, Tanner Bybee. All right. And also, yes, the free Fott uh, sign behind Welsh, if you're watching on our YouTube channel. So we're getting excited about Fott. More on Fott in a second. Uh, let's get through Brent Rocker. Ninth home run of the season. Nine home runs for Brent Rocker. Are you still Rooker. <laughs> Rooker, excuse me. I, I can know why I said Rocker. Because uh, he's rocking baseballs all over the place. But Brent Rooker just crushing baseballs all over the place right now. Uh, he was still on my waiver wire this week. And I don't know if he's, if somebody finally picked him up. I, I think everyone was just like looking at it like, yeah, right. Okay, whatever. But, I mean, Jack Sawinski also another guy too. He's slashing 297, 413, 656 with six homers. He's got 18 rubbies and four steals. What's going on here with Jack Sawinski? Because... This is another one of these situations where you're looking at it, you know it's not sustainable, but have have you found something here or has he discovered something that makes him somebody you feel good about rostering rest of season or is this just a complete bizarre April anomaly? It's actually very interesting you bring him up because he is Ooh. going to pop up in my video tomorrow as the top one. And what is in trade away or trade for? Trade for. I wonder. Oh, trade Ooh. four. Oh, I'm going to tell. Oh. I guess I could have. Uh, I could have. Well, know, you like, could have built. I was going to say, I thought you were going to tease the audience, but I no teases around here. Better. We just give nope. it to you. No, we're just right no. at it. We're just changing right diapers. We're cleaning one bucks. drink. We're just getting Boom. Let's go home. That's exactly. So <clears throat> um, the cool thing is he might like still be available. And he, I think in CBS leagues, he was still under 50%, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I agree that like it will come down. The regression will take place. But the stuff that he's doing, it's bonkers. Like his uh, batting average XBA, his expected batting average is lower. But top 2% of the league X-Slug, top 4% of the league WOBA, top 4% of the league expected WOBA. His walk percentage is high. He's starting to lower that K percentage, and he's hitting the ball crazy hard. Looks like a 2020 guy. So I think he's a great piece right now because I just don't think people have added up to the production. And this is one of those guys where it's like when you ask, hey, would you sell, would you sell him? What are you going to get? I don't know. I would be the guy that would go and buy Sawinski. I don't know if people have bought in enough because his ownership's not even there. So I would go and buy him on the dirt, dirt cheap, just because so much of the underlying stuff, even when he kind of adjusts, it's very, very positive. Let's take a quick break in the action to tell you about Fanimal. I love live events, but I hate buying tickets. The hidden fees, they suck. It's like paying for a whole other person who's not even there to be there with you at the event. And customer service is terrible and coordinating with friends is a nightmare. But then I discovered Fanimal, and Fanimal has tickets to everything, concerts, festivals, football, basketball, you name it, and Major League Baseball. And plus, there's no fees. The price you see is actually the price you pay. What a concept. You heard it here first. Fanimal is the cheapest place on the internet to get MLB tickets. And we've all experienced how painful it is to coordinate going to events with friends. And I always end up fronting a bunch of money and then chasing down the friends to get reimbursed. And if they flake, I'm stuck with the whole bill, but Fanimal's Patent group purchase makes it easy to split payments with your friends so nobody's left holding the bag and you don't have to commit until your friends do. So just pick the seats, pick how many tickets you want to pay for yourself, and then send the link to your friends. And when you join your group, everyone gets charged separately and your tickets are secured. So 
You can stack cash by inviting friends 10 bucks every time someone joins your group. Ka-ching, baby. So Fanimal has amazing customer service too. Don't take my word for it. Check out their hundreds and hundreds of five-star reviews. The next time you need tickets, go to Fanimal.com or download the Fanimal app and use the promo code FanimalMLB. That's Fanimal. MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Check out Fanimal and experience more. And now back to the act. All right, let's continue on here. Let's talk about Clayton Kershaw. Uh, great performance on Saturday. Again, recapping the weekend nine Ks for him in seven innings. Grayson Rodriguez, congratulations. Nine strikeouts in five innings of shutout baseball there. And uh, he gets his uh, big W, his first of his major league career. Luis Robert, <clears throat> let's talk about this. Well, I am salty. This afternoon, boy, let me tell you, I am Saul T. Luis Robert, who I actually had a deal in place for, and I I said no to it because I was a little worried about him going into this year. Uh, but I'm worried about all the White Sox now officially. So this is my biggest disappointment. He was pulled for the game because of his lack of hustle. Aloya Menez can't hit water if he falls out of a boat, and he's always hurt. The White Sox feel like a complete and utter train wreck. I thought getting rid of the manager last year, <clears throat> maybe a new voice something would break maybe this is him breaking these guys out of these bad habits i don't know but between lance lynn's performances between robert and jimenez who are they long like they're locked in here to long-term contracts these guys and then we all applauded at the time it seemed like a really fiscally responsible thing that the white Sox did and now in dynasty i see questions about Luis robert here in the chat what do you do with robert because this is another guy too who's just grossly underperformed this year. This was one of my guys I was kind of out on. Was. I was very, it I was, was very vocal about Robert because a the injuries, b even when he's healthy, what did what did the you know the per one sixty two add up to when we looked at some of the stats? And I, it just it didn't seem insanely impressive to me. Like Tim Anderson was is more interesting in what he can do over a full season which never ever happens lol it's happening again than what robert would have done so what do you do i think there's still enough trade value i, I do think it's a bad look that stupid it's it was awful <laughs> if you didn't see him not run out what could have easily been a single and i think he, there was some rumor of like there was a hamstring thing or something like that that was out there but i think there's still enough name value that i would jump out as well. I would jump out. I'm not in the Luis Robert uh, game. I don't have any shares. I really don't want any shares. And how hilarious is it that the two best performers on this team have been uh, like Lucas Giolito and when Moncada was healthy. Those were your mm -hmm. two big guys. You know, we're getting back to and Andrew Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn was uh, very good this weekend with that walk-off shot. But yeah, I'm, I'm out mm -hmm. on a lot of the White Sox, but I have been. So this is kind of me reiterating. You want me to make you depressed even further? <clears throat> Luis Robert has a 661 OPS. That's lower than Adam Frazier and Cabrian Hayes. You like them apples? How's that mm. for you? It's also mm. it's also higher than Bobby Witt Jr., <clears throat> but we don't want to talk about that. That's no, 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 no. Move on. Diamondbacks calling up more prospects. Dominic Fletcher uh, shall uh, come to the big leagues, hitting 323, mm -hmm. 417, 559 with three bombs on the year. Uh, Corbin Carroll banged up the knee a little bit. Just a, a knee bruise. He's just going to be fine. They give him a couple days off. I'm not worried about this. Uh, any thoughts on Dominic Fletcher? Does he have any stream appeal to you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, this was one of the he was actually one of the reasons why I of many reasons I thought Jake McCarthy could be sent down because those outfielders are playing really well mm -hmm. there. It's a good defender. This is a uh, David Fletcher's brother, by the way, Dom Fletcher. Right. Um, good bat, good, probably more of a points leagues guy uh, can get a little bit of homers can definitely he's in this whole big crew of guys that can run. 
I'm not like overly excited. I don't know if I would actually stream unless it was like a big, big league. Cause like you said, probably only going to be up for like a couple days. You probably get Carol back either Wednesday or they've got like today off and Thursday. Maybe Carol is back on Friday. All right. A couple of questions here. Let's do these rapid fire. Hell or high water trade Robert for Mateo. You want to take that trade? Nah, I can't do that one. I, I get it. I get what you're doing there. And, I get it well, too. You know what? In redraft? No, no, I still can't do it, but it's a lot closer in redraft. <laughs> I get it. <clears throat> I get it. I ain't mad if you look, if your season's hanging on by a thread right now, I get it. I'm not saying do it, but I get it. Here's another one yeah. from EWE2K. Who to pick up this week? Strom, Josiah Gray, Logan Allen, or AJ Puck? Um Interesting. I'd have to go look at the matchups. Uh, the matchups probably would play a little bit of a ROM first, uh, but Logan Allen would be the second choice for me. Allen and Str- I was about to say Allen and yeah. Strom are the top two. I probably might play like a little bit of. I just, again, I, I just don't know what the matchups are off the top of my head. But those are my two big. I don't. I'm not going to worry too much about. I mean, if Gray has like a really good matchup, I could consider him. But I still wouldn't go over Allen and Strom. All right, there you have it. All right, let's continue on here uh, with the uh, Sonny Gray, who I mentioned before. I don't know. I want Sonny Gray because he uh, six more innings, seven strikeouts on Sunday. He might be pitcher of the month. He was 4-0 in April, uh, 0.77 ERA and six starts. Not too bad. Here's all the injury recap. So Jose Urquidy, uh Sunday night start uh, left due to shoulder soreness. Keep an eye on this one. Look, Hunter Brown has been a revelation in that rotation. Him, Framber Valdez, and Christian Javier is a really good three. Urquidy is important, though. So keep a close eye. Hopefully this is not a major issue. Tyler Molly's going to miss at least four weeks. Posterior impingement and flexor pronator strain. <clears throat> so impingements can be very painful, but hopefully this is something that with rest. Hopefully his and, pronator's all right. Well, nothing like her. You know, did you get your pronator detailed when you were at the car place this weekend? No, but I just turned 40. So I do know I have to get you my pronator gotta, You got to get somebody to look at your pronator, I heard. So... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Corbin Carroll, <laughs> again, we mentioned he was uh, out because of the uh, the leaping catch in the sixth inning that he made in that game. But, uh, again, everything seems to be okay. It's just a knee contusion. Brennan Woodruff, follow-up MRI was very positive. Oh, great. Awesome. It's great. I, I hey. feel so much better about well, life now. Tim Anderson will return uh, on Tuesday. Also, Taylor Trammell uh, is up with the uh, Seattle Mariners. He was hitting well in the rehab assignment, by the way. I don't know if this matters to you, Welsh. 345, 429, 621, two dingers, three steals. Uh, he played left field yesterday, uh, batted sixth against the Blue Jays. Made a great catch, too. Is You know, Trammell is one of these, again, very post-post type sleeper guys. In a deeper league, you speculating on this guy? Yeah, I, saw, I wish I had the exact stat in front of me, but it was like the Seattle Mariners DH has produced like a sub-200 batting average or something on the year, so they're desperate for just more live bats to be out there. And I think Trammell is that. You know, Trammell... Is such a different prospect. I've had such an interesting history with him too, back when he was a Reds prospect. And uh, he's one of the nicest human beings on the planet. And he is one of like two major league, you know, now major league players that like I've seen over spans of time that recognizes me and we chat and like his body has changed. He's a different type of player. The stolen bases are something I always worry aren't going to be part of his game, but it was really nice to see that he was stealing on a rehab assignment. The new rules kind of work in his favor and he definitely has at least 20 home run power. I think at the end of the day, because he's also a good defender, he's just kind of got a spot to play for a mm-hmm. while between yeah. the need at DH and just overall, you know, defensive acumen that and, he has. So, and yeah, Julio's so. doing a little bit of a back issue too. So a little extra ABs potentially in there for him yeah. too. Now, somebody in the chat said that, uh, I think it was Joey Spoons says, I look like Dar Salim. 
uh, who Who's is that? an actor from the new Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, thank you. Uh, he's obviously a, a relatively handsome fellow. This is much better than what I usually get. But more to the point, I said next time that Welsh was clean shaven here on the YouTube channel, that oh, we finally we show the picture again. There it is. So take a yep. good look. Drink it in. There's Rico Brony of the Diamondbacks. And one, two, three. And there's the Welsh. So yeah, same Joe's like, hey, you look like this old ugly bastard. Like old but, ugly hey, bastard. I look like this model. I look like this foreign model. This I'm, guy said I look I, like Darceleen. I am Darceleen. Oh, and he's wearing Prada. Uh, isn't it so crazy? I look like Darceleen. But hey, you look like this ugly mug. Thank you. I'm. I don't say I look like Darceleen. Someone said I look like Darceleen. Um. Yeah. I mean, the, like, listen. Any bald guy with the facial hair, Joe's gonna get. We're a dime a dozen. That's, but that's Joe, Joe, and the who is it? The disturbed singer, like yeah. that's the crazy one. What's the? Is that the guy with the? There yeah, that's right there. There he is. It's uh, David Draymond. Uh, which uh, we did the side by side. Yumi and uh, we have a we have a mayor Welsh. Myself have a fun little thread going in Slack, and uh, there's there may or may not be some really funny side by side pictures of me and uh, David Draymond. We'll share that later. Um, no. More injury news to get to. Bryce Harper is set to see a doctor for a follow up today. If all goes well, he's going to be cleared to join the Phillies lineup on Tuesday. This is absurd. This is huge news, by the way. I mean, How I got to tell you, be? I actually had to scroll How? our news here. Why we didn't have this at the very, very well, top, because but I, I get it because it's, it's insane. That's why, because I'm, I'm burying the lead for a reason. Because I, I love Bryce Harper. He's an absolute animal. But Welsh, he was supposed to come back in July. It's May 1st. That's nuts. It's like 180 days off of a Tommy John surgery that he's coming back. I think it, this it is, is a bad crazy. idea. I, I, I think but, this is but, a bad okay, idea. Okay, but why? Because the only thing is, is he will solely DH. He will not be throwing. this. The swinging motion, I guess, of course, can be bad. We saw like what happened with like Logan Ohapi, who hurt his whatever, uh, when he, and he's out for the year. <laughs> he sprained his, he sprained his, his pronator. Parnum. Yeah, his pronator or whatever. And so like, sure, that is a possibility. But I think... I mean, they've obviously done extensive, <laughs> extensive work that it's like what the injury is dealing with. The swinging is not something that is going to like heavily aggravate it. And Harper said he doesn't want to do any uh, at bats in the minors and waste it. So that's why he's coming back. I think it's phenomenal. It is early. I don't know if it's like dumb. I mean, the team can use some more offense. Do you do you think this is going to lead to him like being re-injured? Is that your problem? I, I'm concerned about it. I'm concerned he's pushing too fast. And I, I applaud him for it. He's an absolute beast of an athlete. And he's such a competitor. And that's why I love Harper. And, I, you know, it, it, when he was young, it turned a lot of people off because he's such a fiery competitor. And people took it to mean that he's obnoxious. He's not obnoxious. George Brett wasn't obnoxious either. He was just a fiery competitor. And if you George Brett was on your team, you loved him. If he wasn't, you hated him. That's how Bryce Harper is, too. You know, I don't I never found Harper to be a dirty player or somebody that was, you know, mouthy to other teams. And like that's kind of like more Machado. Like, I don't I don't even I, Machado's I an unlikable guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever had like, an issue with uh, Harper. I guess Harper's just good. So people if you're not as on your team, I think, you kind yeah. of don't like him. But speaking of coming back to Tyler Glass now also been cleared uh, to begin a minor league rehab assignment. That's awesome. Uh, so there you go. Uh, this not is not good a, for a, Taj Bradley, by the way, moving forward, because, you know, those Rays got to work them on that five day schedule and then they're going to bring mm -hmm. back Glass now. Just throw that out. Here's a, here's a fun tweet, too. I want to get to this, too, because I uh, as I'm sure Frank Stample will, you know, told you over Friday, you know, we're starting to look at the Yankees here and starting to peel a little deeper. This Yankee lineup is ugly. Um, there's a great tweet here from rational Yankee fan. <laughs> uh, 
Montas seven point five million, Trevino four point one million, Donaldson twenty one million, Hicks ten million, IKF six million. That's forty eight million dollars on these players this year that they're spending. And I know that the Yankees they can afford it, but in an off season, you know, two years ago where there was a lot of other players out there on the board, they they did kind of patchwork a lot of little things together. And I know they're waiting for the young kids to come up, and the young kids are coming through again, but. You know, if we're kind of sitting here, it's stunning to me that Brian Cashman has held this job for as many years as he had. Or what are we on? Twenty-five years now of Brian Cashman, be right? I mean, it's it's got to be close to that or Something thereabouts, because like he took over in that like around like ninety-six, right? I think because I want to say Stick Michael did not see the Yankees win as GM. I don't think he. Maybe it was the first one. I could be wrong, but I think we have to go back that far. But this is such an odd thing in sports, especially in baseball. You don't see people hold these GM jobs for this amount of time, typically. You look at this Yankee lineup and what they've got right now. Does this feel like a team that's going to win the East? Um, I mean, that's a good question. There, yeah, there's a lot of bad dead money. I also think, like, when I'm looking at that, like, you know, the dead money of, like, IKF and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I also think the most of these moves were a couple years back, and they now have this kind of clear path of these young guys that are going to contribute now. You know, you've got Oswald Praza, you've got mm-hmm. Cabrera, you know, you got a couple of these guys that can, they can start coming up. So they're not giving stupid contracts. What was the money? Like giving Hicks $10 million so they can do it to some of the young guys. So they're in a weird transitional period. I think it's hard to see right now because it's like Stanton's out for what, another month. Um, Judge is a little bit banged up. He's not in the lineup. They're not scoring runs early on in games. The rotation's a little bit in flux. I mean, you know, Luis Severino is still not out there. Uh, Domingo Herman's actually a much better pitcher than been given credit for, at least like what the surface level stats are. So like, no, I got the easy answer to say is no, they don't look like the best team in the East, especially or uh, in the AL, especially with, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Rays being who they are and the Orioles coming back up. But this is a team that in a snap can be, and they've right. got some yeah. of the high end talent. Well, Carlos Rodon needs to get back if that's going to be the case too. Uh, three up and three down, Nadia Valdi. Again, man, I hope you bought low when we did that whole big thing about Nadia Valdi yeah. on the show. And I did a video on it. You did, like, I mean, we were just all over this Avaldi Eight strikeouts, complete game shutout Saturday. Kevin Gossman, career high, 13 Ks on Saturday. And Nelson Cruz, again, Mexico City, they're going to get a baseball team at some point, I think. Um, Nelson Cruz, mm. they might. Um, five I mean, for 20 runs a game. Run. I'm not sure if the elevation well, stuff was quite It was fun, though. I mean, you also got Soto hitting a home run. You got Manny Machado hitting a couple home runs. And then he went back to 0 for 4 with 4 Ks yesterday. So he made the downs along with Brady Singer, eight earned runs. So I guess the Brady Singer was not back after that last start, two and two-thirds. Mm-hmm. Oviedo, who everybody's been loving, there was his blow-up start, seven earned runs. Speaking of uh, upsetting things, Welsh, I don't know if you saw this. This is another upsetting thing before we get to prize picks. We, You know, you talk about like some of the worst statues ever of people. We saw the Christian Ronaldo. Oh, God, I know what you're going to show we me. We saw the, um, what else? It was the the, um, the female soccer player, oh gosh, from the national team, Brandy Chastain. I think she had a terrible one. Look at this. Look at this Juan Soto statue. I <laughs> mean, what in the hell is going on fuel. here? I, <laughs> you know, you mean, know what, though? speaks for itself. Please, this is why you have to subscribe to Fancy Pros MLB on YouTube. If you're just listening to the podcast, you're doing yourself a disservice. Because, look, this is disturbing here. That's left on? that left one that that is current Juan Soto. That's Juan Soto hitting 211. That's what Juan Soto looks like. <laughs> when he's That's that the bad. 80 games as a Padre Juan Soto. And on yeah, the right, like is MVP what Juan, Juan Soto Soto's is. on the right. This is current <laughs> status one. So that is the most I, I don't know what I mean, but like that looks like that was made by like a bunch of like second I graders. Mean, 
it's horrendous. Let's get to some prize picks I again. That, use that promo way. code leading off, get 100% deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app or just go to prizepicks.com and put that promo code leading off in. Um, Welsh for me, the prize picks. I got Spencer Strider over on the eight strikeouts against the Mets. That's starting soon, everybody. Tony Gonsolin, four and a half is a very small number on the K's over. And Luis Garcia pitching out 17 and a half. I'm going the over. He's a very efficient guy. Your prize picks for the day. I like those. The only one Gonsolin's a little one that makes me a it's little bit It's just such a small there. number. Four and a half is No, so it's a small tiny. number. It's just he does well, not go in innings. He struck out one last mm-hmm. one. Um, I'm going to go with Vlad Total Bases. He's got Corey Kluber's number. I'm going to go with Ross Stripling and Luis Garcia under one run through the first inning. So there's a little NRFI, Nerfy uh, there. And then Alex Bregman's score, fantasy score, under seven and a half so not afraid to go under so again it is vlad total bases stripling garcia no runs first inning and alex bregman score fantasy score seven and a half under that's my prize picks for today all right betting wise light day today folks it's just one of those days it's not a lot of games i even like so mackenzie gore six and a half strikeouts it's a big number i know he was good last time but let's not get crazy here going under on that jose ramirez 0.5 rbi you're getting plus 150 at bettingpros.com on this manny machado 0.5 rbi it's plus 155. Maybe he at least driving a run. I don't know. Welsh, what do you have for everybody uh, from the betting side for today's game? All right. Uh, these three I really like. One of them won't show up on the Betting Pros group. If you guys have signed up, you guys can go and check out the Betting Pros group. You can join up with us and a ton. We've had huge growth on that. If everybody wants to come and check that out, you can see all the bets. Uh, but one of these you won't see. So my three favorite bets, I've already laid them all. Giants plus a half run versus Houston through the first five. So the the first five innings, I'm going with Ross Stripling. That is even money. Houston scoring under one run over their last three. San Francisco scoring three and a half through their first five so far on the year. So I really like the Giants to hold. And even if they're tied, that is still going to be a win. Uh, My favorite K prop is Luke Weaver. It's actually moved up a tiny bit. I Mm. took it last night. Four and a half strikeouts over minus 140. I know it's the Padres, but the Padres, they strike out. Luke Weaver gives up runs. He's given up a bunch of runs in his last couple games, but he still struck out like 7-8, so he's still getting his strikeouts in there. So I like attacking this. And Toronto team total runs 2.5. I'm taking the over. That has been definitely my specialty. Unfortunately, again, it has not been tracked on uh, the betting pros, but if we talk about it here, that's a reason to be here. Team total runs Toronto two and a half over. Those are my three favorite bets today. Nice alliteration on that too. Also, what's fun is so rare. Go to so rare.com and start playing today. It's one of the best places you can go for something new and different and fresh in baseball. Fantasypros.com slash collect. Again, fantasypros.com slash collect. Sign up today for so rare. You get to manage your teams, pick your players, go through this whole fun thing. It's cards. It's digital. It's baseball. MLB. Next era is here, and it starts with so rare. Uh, quick notes here, too. Again, DFS-wise, Drew Smiley, 9.3. Luis Garcia, at 9.6. Stacking up today on the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, value plays today. Miguel Vargas might be coming around a little bit, 2.6. Matt Carpenter starting to swing a hotter bat, 2, 2.7. And Dubon at 2.8. Home run call of the day. Uh, I've got Jordan Alvarez is my home run call. Uh, Welsh. Uh, I don't see either of us on the leaderboard, but primetime all the way up to 14. So congrats to primetime. Number one, uh, Welsh, where are you going with your home run call today? 
Well, I am up to four now. I did get my oh, member. Yeah. I had Riley. I think I it was, was Riley on Friday. And yeah. then I had uh, Tatis for the weekend. So I'm up at four right now. So we've got to get going. And I'm going uh, with my total base call. I'm going to go with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. up against Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber has given up at least one homer in every single game started this year. He's got a couple multi ones. I think Toronto's going to get in on it. He also kind of owns Corey Kluber with a near 500 BVP. So... Vladimir Guerrero Jr., that's my home run call today. Going for five. There you have it, everybody. Make sure you join us tomorrow, same time here on the YouTube channel. Again, youtube.com slash MLB. Subscribe. Welsh has got the new trade video popping. I've got the new waiver wire video coming out later in the week. So many things going on. You can always listen back or watch back the show as well. Uh, but subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's the key right there because we're going to have amazing content for you. That'll do it for us. The story of the game goes on for Frozen Welsh. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. <laughs>